0: And I could snap on a dime. That was one thing. Especially, you know, you're trying to negotiate with your manager, and 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 he's not willing to move, and you'd snap. And that was the first thing that I noticed. I I walked out of Kirk's office one day, and I went, "Hey, wait a minute. What happened? I didn't. I wasn't like I was before. Hey, what's going on?" So I, you know, and things just started getting better from there. And then I then I went. What is this stuff, anyways? Right, and so I I somehow got a hold of David, uh, from True Hope, which is in almost an impossibility, um, uh, for the most time. And he 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 uh, shared some things, and then he sent me, um, some information about it. It was uh, a magazine, and and it had a picture of a light, uh, with a brain turned on, and I went. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. My brain turned on.
1: Greetings, hello, good day, wherever you are in this wonderful world. Thank you for joining True Hope Cast, the official podcast of True Hope Canada. My name is Simon, I have the pleasure of being your host. True Hope Canada is a mind and body based supplement company that is dedicated first and foremost to promoting brain and body health through non-invasive nutritional means. For more information about us, you can visit truehopecanada.com. Today we've got the pleasure of talking with True Hope representative Terry Paskerek. Terry experienced serious concussions from years of high level hockey and Empower Plus gave him the ability to heal the symptoms associated with that injury. Terry is our main rep in Alberta and has been working with True Hope Canada for five years. Today, we're going to discuss how his brain trauma led him to find Empower Plus and how it was able to turn his life around. If you are a Calgary-based practitioner, store owner, or just looking for more information, Terry is a wealth of knowledge. All right, Terry, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you doing? I'm
0: doing awesome, Simon. Thank you for asking.
1: Awesome, well, I would love to hear a little bit about your journey to becoming a representative for True Hope Canada and kind of how that story unfolded.
0: Well, I would love to share that with you. Um, The whole story would be a book because the the book would be the journey of my life. And um, I was a hockey player. I loved to play hockey and that's how the journey started. And um, that's where I'd wanna go back to is from the beginning, and um, how I got to True Hope, Um, it was quite a process, um, but it was really due to the fact of my concussion problems, which I had no idea about, and back in our day, we didn't know, but before that, um, I grew up in Southern Ontario, and uh, I played hockey. Uh, When I was 11, I was the, uh, the best peewee hockey player in Southern Ontario, and then the following year, Um, They brought this kid up to play center for me, and his name was Wayne Gretzky. And uh, so he played with me. And the next year, his dad coached me. And then the year after, my father moved us out here to to, uh, the beautiful place of Calgary and uh, loved to be in the mountains. And actually, the very first time I saw the mountains, um, I was so cool. Like they were so huge. And then I jumped into the river and didn't realize how cold the water was in the mountains, right? So, but uh, that's kind of where the, everything began. And, and, uh, but I loved to play hockey. Uh, it was my passion to, to be in the NHL. Um, actually, growing up, I was a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, and my favorite player was uh, David Keon, and he wore number 14, and that's the number that I always drew to was wearing number 14. And, uh, uh, but anyways, with, with the hockey, uh, I played very rough, very passionate, I always believed that that was my puck, so don't touch my puck, or you're going to get it. And so um, um, I always led with my head, and you know, not being a very big guy, the big guy's elbows were always in your head, and you, and you get hit and hit and hit. And but it, uh, my when I went and played junior hockey in Saskatoon, uh, that's when the uh, now I look back, that's when the concussion problems really started because. Uh, Hockey back then was more like a Rocky Balboa.
1: How how old were you when you started to really feel the 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 concussions and the the symptoms that they, that came with them?
0: Well, now that I look, you know, I mean, when I look back on it now, uh, I would say that probably by the time I was sixteen years old.
1: Okay, so so pretty young, and you've probably been playing hockey for quite a long time. Yeah, before I pl- that.
0: I played uh, since I was ten, actually. When I go back, the very first concussion that I can recall was when I was ten years old, and we had a father's son game, and I and I went and ran my coach. See, my nickname when I was ten was uh, Moose and Steamroller. I just would go through you, right? And uh, so I I went and I ran my coach, just hammered him, and of course I went on the ice, and then I got all dizzy and all that. You know, now I understand what. That that is back then you just shook it off, and uh, but that would have been my very first concussion. And so by the time I hit 16 years of age, I couldn't tell you how many concussions I had. Right, and and even when I played junior hockey, one time I remember going. I remember waking up, and uh, it was in the back of the arena, and I would and I open my eyes and I'm looking at the at the wall of the arena and it's snowing, and I couldn't figure out how I got there. I had no idea. And the next day, the, the guys told me I played the game and everything, and I had no memory. The only memory I had was I opened my eyes, and there was the back of the arena, and it was snowing in Saskatoon. So um, now that I, you know, and, and when I first watched the movie Concussion, um, I just... I just about cried. Well, I did cry. I just went, "Look, look, that was me. There there's my life, right? And even the guy that um killed himself in that green truck, I had the I had the same green truck um as he did and and, and my life was uh you know kind of kind of messed up back then even.
1: Wow, so yeah, I mean we actually had a chat with Morris Lukowitz who's another another serious hockey player and um the conversation about head injuries and concussions never really kind of happened back in your guys's day as it, you know, it's definitely becoming a little bit more of a talking point today. And I know they've changed some rules when it comes to um, younger youth youth hockey, which is a really good thing. But um, tell me a little bit about, so, you know, you, you're playing high level hockey and, you know, you are getting, you know, you're probably getting, getting concussed multiple times a season. What what's the treatment for that when you're when you when you're playing like you know you get get concussed you get a head injury I know you get back in the game but like afterwards after the game is done and you're like kind of sat there with your body what was the what were the recommendations by trainers coaches physios you there know, was none there was nothing. nothing okay there was nothing okay so they were just like didn't want to talk about it or they just weren't aware that maybe head injuries might be serious
0: they weren't aware nobody was aware okay. that head injuries were, were serious. And if somebody was, they sure didn't tell anybody, and you just shook it off and away you went. It was. Yeah,
1: you'd have to think as a like as a physician or somebody who is aware of the the body and its delicacies that if you're you know if you're a physio for a sports team and you're watching you know these young men getting hit in the head, I feel like you have to know that that is not going to be okay for them. But I understand that you know hockey is very very serious big thing in, in in Canada and it wouldn't be um yeah you want to get you want to get players back on the ice as soon as possible so yeah it's an it's a, it's an interesting thing but now they're talking a lot more about um how head injuries you know affect people later on in life and the concussion movie is one example of that we did a a podcast with Morris Lukic as well and he talks about how his post career like depression and darkness was a you know a really big mm-hmm. thing, and obviously his his concussions. I believe he was quite a smaller player as well, so you know you'd have to put yourself about a bit to get get the respect on the ice. So um, yeah, that's that that's really interesting. That wasn't really a talking point back then. So let's talk about how you transition from you know being a representative of true hope. From there, is it the concussions that bring you to the product and the company, or is it another maybe chance? situation
0: well um for me it was i always i always knew that like after hockey i i got married and had kids and uh gonna get on with life but life didn't get on very well and uh no matter what i did but one thing i've always believed in and is vitamins and i've been taking vitamins since like 1979 i always believed in vitamins and um but you know, and it spends so much money on vitamins, and but it I didn't feel no results, right? And so, um, six years ago, I got another. I had a car accident, and I had another concussion. Well, then I then I mean, then I the concussion that I got, it's like oh wow, like I mean, I remember driving to work one day, and I I was in a panic mode because I couldn't remember where I was or where I was going, and I actually. I had to pull over. I thought I was on Deerfoot Trail and I was on Glenmore Trail. And, um, and it was like this panic attack that comes through. And, and then I even went and seen a, a, a doctor. And because of the car accident, of course, now they're going to try to help me, right? And uh, so I had seen this doctor who put these electrodes on my head. And it was good. It, but it would only last for maybe two weeks and then I'd go back and uh and uh, but i kept going trying to get the vitamins and i used to buy my vitamins um down in Marteloup, and uh, at Nature's zone he was the cheapest in calgary so when you spent so much money you got to find the cheapest way right and one day i went in there and they said terry terry we 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 got something that'll help you and and i yeah i went yeah right don't tell me that you know i've been taking vitamins for 25 years you know i mean after my you know after my hockey career and um nothing seemed to work so she i got this vitamin says it's, it's called true hope and I, I look at it and it said take two twice a day and i'm ukrainian right so ukrainians sometimes are a little tight with their money so i my so at first i thought oh i'm gonna take one a day and, and i'm gonna get four times stretch my, it out stretch it out right and uh but not, so nothing was really happening. And, and from my car accident, my knee had gone, my body had gone out of whack and nobody f- had figured it out. And, and my knee was way out of, way out of alignment. And and I was um, seeing a naturopath to try to get it back in with some prolotherapy. And one day I took it to him and I said, Dr. Chris, what do you think of this product? And he says, Oh, Terry, this is a really good product. Right. And he said, how much are you taking? And I said, well, one a day. And, uh, and he laughs at me and he says, well, that's not going to do anything. You, you don't know what this is. So when I started taking it properly, it, uh, all of a sudden, uh, things felt better. And, uh, but then I had my knee surgery. I had my knee replaced. And that was a very long and uh, painful um, process. And uh, I used to sell cars at Eastside Kia. And um, actually, was, was the top salesman. And uh, so, which was really cool. Um, and, and my best day selling cars, believe it or not, was uh, four, four cars in one day. And uh, this was after the accident and my concussion. I only took two days off. And, and I sold four cars and had no idea what I was doing. So, you know, that tells me anybody can sell cars. <laughs> so, wow,
1: that's, uh, that's interesting. So the, the, the um, position that you got um, prolotherapy from, was he aware of, when you showed him the product, was he aware of the product already?
0: Yes, he was. He knew, he knew what it was? Yeah, he, he knew what it was.
1: And when you, you, know, you told him that you were only taking one a day, and he told you that you, know, you need to bump that up if you're gonna see some effects, when you did increase that dose, did you quickly start to feel different
0: results? Yes, I did. Then, then what happened is um, once I had my knee replaced, uh, things really went downhill because my knee replacement was uh, the most painful operation I've ever had in my life. And all my joints have been operated on or damaged except my left knee. So um, I like to keep that one together. Um, but um, so it, it was after, um, it was about June uh, 2015 um, is when, because uh, I took three months off from work. Uh, June 2015 is when I went back to work and uh, and then it, well, I was religiously taking my EMP um, and, and I bet you within three weeks I seen a difference because my, my memory was so bad I couldn't even remember how to get to a friend's house without a GPS and in the car sales when you go to the manager's office and you're negotiating he gives you a stock number and then you go to the lockbox and put the codes in and put the number in and get the key well by the time i would leave his office and go to the lockbox i couldn't remember so i'd be my hand would always have pen marks on it because i would just write it on my hand
1: your short-term memory was was quite poor
0: it was terrible yeah okay Like, like i mean i couldn't remember a thing and i could snap on a dime that was one thing especially you know you're trying to negotiate with your manager and 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 he's not willing to move and you'd snap and that was the first thing that i noticed i i walked out of kirk's office one day and i went hey wait a minute what happened i didn't i wasn't like i was before hey what's going on so i you know and things just started getting better from there and then i then i went what is this stuff anyways right and so i i somehow got a hold of david uh from true hope which is in almost an impossibility uh, for the most time, and he 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 uh, shared some things, and then he sent me um, some information about it. It was uh, a magazine, and it had a picture of a light uh, with a brain turned on, and I went, "Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. My brain turned on, right?" And uh, and I and then I started talking. I said, "Well, how come I've never seen this anywhere then, right?" And he says, well, we're we're starting the retail division. I mean, did you want to come and join us? And I just went, well, yeah, I want to do this. So at 55 years of age, at the end of August of 2015, I, I walked in the manager's office and I quit being a top car salesman. And people said, what are you, crazy? I said, well, I think I was crazy before. Now I'm not crazy, you know, and, and, uh. And then I set out on this adventure. But, you know, the the, the beauty about this here, too, is that it changed me so much um, from that June. Then I met my wife. Well, she came in to buy a car. And I said, well, that would be me. I'll help you. And uh, now I now I got the car and, and the wife. Had I known we were going to get married, I would have made sure she bought the turbo version. But that's how
1: <laughs> that's awesome so that that conversation you had with david he must have um he must have shared some pretty amazing things with you for you to literally turn your life around and and, and jump on a new on a new career i mean well, you are experiencing obviously you know you you're being coming aware that the product was helping you and that's a, obviously a really big really big thing when it comes to trying something new when you can when you're aware that it's actually really helping you and you you know when your memory is either improving or you're not being as like snippy or 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 whatever that might be that's a really big like personal like test testimony so like was it that that really made you kind of step into working with true hope or was it anything that david like really said to you that was like okay i need to be working for this company because you talk about the symbolism of the the brain and the lighthouse and the turning on and I know that you you love your you love your numbers and you love your symbolism so like you know and that's kind of like maybe maybe like a calling or something. What do you think?
0: Well, um, I, I, the one thing uh, David said, you know, was like, and, and I mean, you know, I believe that our Father in Heaven, everything is designed for a purpose, and um, there is no coincidences that happen with Him, and. Uh, he said, well, we, we're looking for somebody like you for the Calgary area. Well, that's where I live. And what 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 drove me to, you know, that's a good question that you asked me. Uh, what was the motivating factor of leaving, selling cars and making money? Uh, one, I think for me is the fact is, is that th- my brain for the first time in I couldn't tell you how long I felt normal again. Like I felt in me, in in myself, in, in, in more of a centered piece. And it's like, I want to go share this with people. And it wasn't about the money, right? If it was about the money, I would have stayed. And because I had planned to retire at Eastside Kia, because the guy who owned it was uh, an old friend of mine, too, uh, Kelly Temple. So if you want a car, Eastside Kia, God, just put that plug in there. <laughs> but uh, it was about going and helping people. And uh, and I was tired of this, like we were talking this morning about the concrete jungle and all that. And uh, to go out there and, and adventure and, and meet people and help people and share with people. And you know, when people uh, come to you and give you a hug, oops, I can't do a hug no more, but give you a hug and cry and say, thank you so much because my, my child is back. I had a lady one time say to me, Thank you so much. I got my husband back, and that was really a cool thing.
1: Yeah, that's really special. Yeah, we hear so many of those stories of people who have you know tried our products, and and in many cases, a lot of people find our products because they are in such desperate situations that they're willing to try anything. And Empower Plus can support so many different people with so many different things. Many stories on this podcast, you know, attests to that. So yeah, it's just wonderful that um, I just you know listening to that story, it makes me think that you're obviously at this transition point where you're starting to recover and you're starting to you know kind of get your brain back and get your memory back and get this clarity. And it's very very difficult to go back into the life you used to have when you when something like that happens to you. So maybe the association of of that job and that past Terry is something that you kind of wanted to leave behind and step forward into a, into a, new, into a new person? I,
0: I, yeah, absolutely, right? It's just, um, it's a whole different feeling when you, I've never been so calm in my life. Even with, you know, when they talk about ADHD and all that stuff with, with kids, and I look back on my life and I go, boy, that was me. I had a lot of energy. It's a good thing we lived out in the country, out in the farm, and uh, and and hockey was my outlet. But the, the, the so the fact of seeing these young kids now, um, it breaks my heart with the the lack of quality of food and all these vaccines and all what's what's happening. As a matter of fact, my my wife um, grandson was on um, was on meds. And we had him out here for 40 days and boy, those meds, he would just flip out like crazy. And, and we got him on the EMP and started, you know, worked with uh, the micronutrient support and got him, he was uh, down to like a quarter and you can see the difference. But when he went back to Quebec, we, didn't, we couldn't control the environment, right?
1: Yeah, it's a big conversation in regards to so many children now being very like flippantly diagnosed with attention disorders and yeah i think we have a responsibility of, of creating a wholesome environment for those types of children who do have a lot more energy and um you know I, I think about the the school environment where you know from a very early age we're kind of taught to sit down for eight hours and listen to an authority in question in quotation marks authority figure for an extended period of time where we're supposed to just sit down and listen i mean i don't think anybody is designed designed to do that and especially an individual with a lot of energy and rather than kind of like working with that individual we kind of like put them into this box and you know jumping to medication is such a it's just done so so quickly um with in my opinion not a whole lot of thought and it's really yeah it's obviously really dangerous a lot of these pharmaceutical drugs are, are seriously dangerous have lots of harsh side effects when you know there are There are options whether that's environmental changes or getting micronutrients into these individuals you know diet obviously plays a huge important role into all of that and i'm really glad that you actually you know you lived out in the country so you could literally run run around and do your thing and you had hockey as an outlet as well because yeah that's quite clearly was a really important imagine if you didn't have hockey imagine if you didn't have hockey as a kid what would you have done with your with your energy
0: you know that's a that's a that's a good question, right? Because I, I don't know, man. I mean, I would have probably gone crazy. I mean, I was never in the home. Like the only time I would come into the house was for to eat and go to bed. Other than that, I was out there. We had a creek. You know, take the gun. Actually, he even used to shoot fish. So, um, and that was just the life. And then we when we moved from that to Calgary and all these streetlights and all that, I think that that's when things really started to change for me because all of a sudden, I didn't have that uh, freedom anymore of being able to go wherever I wanted to go.
1: I see. Huh. Um, so working with True Hope for f- six
0: years, five years? uh, f- Five and a half, well, it's gonna be six years probably this year. Six, yeah,
1: okay. So working with True Hope for six years, have you noticed, Um, you know, people's lives lives change with these true hope products and can you maybe share share a story or two a couple that maybe stick out for you
0: yeah um everywhere i go i've seen so many people uh that people's lives have changed and the one thing that i always loved doing was uh, demos and uh doing shows we did a lot of shows with david and Really miss doing that because of the energy uh, with it. But when people, like I said, when people come up to you and give you this big hug um, and thank you, it's just, there's no words that can describe it. And uh, one person, uh, we we did a podcast. You did a podcast with Michelle yesterday. And uh, we met her, I met her uh, when we were at the show in Saskatoon. And she came to the booth and uh, her and I got talking and connected right away. and she was talking about her son and stuff. so and, and she's a holistic nutritionalist. and so she had you know some product for her son and then herself. And now I tell you the amount of product that she's moving out of their, their, their uh, clinic is, is phenomenal. And when she came here yesterday, um, it just was such a heartwarming. And listening to her her speak, that's gives me so much satisfaction.
1: Yeah, Michelle is is wonderful, and what's really beautiful about her story is that she used the products for herself and her son saw the remar- saw and felt the remarkable effects of them, and then with her holistic nutrition training in her cl- clinic setting was able to, you know, is able to get these products to more people who do need some assistance, and the fact that she's got this wonderful nutrition background she's able to um explain kind of how they're working and why people might need them and uh yeah it's just wonderful that we've got a lot of stores practitioners and individuals who you know really really love our products because they've had a wonderful experience and then they are just you know when you've when you've had that deep of an energetic shift usually going from a place of trauma and sadness and frustration to a place of just absolute joy and love and encouragement and you know all those all those really positive energetic places you're you know you you have to share it's your you've got this like internal responsibility to share your story and share how this product has changed my life and it's changed if it's changed my life from such a drastic thing then it can really support everybody so yeah it's wonderful that we get to speak to those people you know sometimes on a daily basis you know and what do you, what do you really love about your job working with true hope and working with people?
0: Well, if I can pause on that one for a second, cause I want to share one more testimony. Of course. And, uh, and that was, uh, Morris Lukowicz and, um, who he did, a, he had a wonderful podcast yesterday. Um, but when this true Hope product was start was, was working for me, um, cause Morris and I have been friends for a long time and, uh, I had phoned him one day and I said, Morris, I don't know what's going on, but this product, something's happening in me, right? And uh, I'd had no, you know, here's something that's interesting, is that I had no idea that Morris was on meds. See, that's one of the things, every, everybody's always kept everything hush-hush, right? And you never talk about mental illness or things like that. So I had no idea that Morris was ever on meds. Well, now he speaks about it freely, and, and him and I have gone out to different towns and have have done uh, talks with people about our concussions and our life with concussions, and and so there is something wonderful that I love about my job, uh, and it's not a job, you know, um, a job is downtown. This is this is an adventure. It's going out and, and sharing with people and and uh, just giving love and. Sh- saying here's something that can help you right and uh we all want to be you just want to help people right and it comes from the heart and uh so i love everything about that part of the if you call it a job the other part that i really love is um the team of true hope um everybody is just is phenomenal and uh and I love our our meetings and and how we get together and uh, and the likeness one oneness of us all and it's just phenomenal and um uh, getting to know David on on a very more intimate level because my wife natalie and i we've been to Winnipeg with david <laughs> uh we've been all over the place with david and and uh he's just such a phenomenal um individual with so much love and and what they're trying to do to him and call that is just really uh breaks your heart because the people don't know who he is then
1: yeah i mean i've been working with true hope for about th- nearly four years now i think and yeah there's something unique about true hope like it's you know it's a it's a family there's no doubt about that and the individuals that work within it uh true as you say they I don't, I don't think they probably consider themselves in a job for true hope it's more of a i don't know more of a calling more of a, an honor and a privilege to be a part of this, 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 this company, this association, and that we've got the ability and the tools to be able to share six different products that are so wonderfully manufactured and produced and just have these, these incredible effects on people in very, very quick times in some cases. So yeah, it's a really, truly wonderful place to be uh, working.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and when you talk about the products, um, thanks for bringing that up. Because uh, the one product that, I mean, the EMP is the foundational product, absolutely. But the one product that just uh, really blows my mind of how great it is, is the free aminos. Um, back in the day, I used to own some gyms and, you know, we had all the aminos on the market. We used to call it free basing, where we just to take the powder and punch it back into you. And um, <clears throat> But when arginine, when it gets stuck, oh, it's tough on you. Um, but one day, Health Canada came and wiped off all the aminos off the market, and uh, and I, you know what? And that's another part. That's when I go back. My life really started going even further downhill without those aminos, and uh, and I've watched the evolution. But that's when protein powders exploded on the market, and I've watched the evolution. But nobody's ever come out with a, a, a complete uh, product. And when True Hope come out with this uh, free aminos, you know, 23 uh, aminos, this is like a, a full meal deal formulated in the same formulation as Mother's Breast Milk. And and because it's so bioavailable, it's phenomenal. Even Morris Lukowicz, when I said, here, try some. Because, yeah, that guy works out. He's in better shape now than he was when he played. and uh, But he said, I can't believe... He said, wow, that's amazing, the recovery and everything. So uh, the quality of the products, I mean... That's the thing I love about it. You're you're sharing with people the best that you that there's out there, and uh, what a great joy!
1: Awesome. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your territory and you know some of the stores that people might be able to access our products from? Wow,
0: that got that can go a long way here.
1: There's a lot of stores, yeah, probably right. Maybe just <laughs> talk about the the, uh, the territory that you that you work in, and also you know how people can connect with you if they're looking to start the products for themselves. Maybe they're a practitioner who wants to talk to you in the Calgary area.
0: Yeah, um, so my area uh, basically goes uh, from from Calgary down south, Lethbridge, Medicine Hat all over uh, southern Alberta, and, uh, <clears throat> and it goes up to past uh, Red Deer. Um, one store, uh, Drayton Valley um, Wellness Solutions, a beautiful, beautiful store. I've actually gone up there uh, three, three times uh, to do demos, and it's a long drive. But it's so beautiful, and it was just so sad to see uh, Drayton Valley from the oil industry, how it got hammered with. But um, just a wonderful place. And um, uh, Okotoks, uh, the Nutters in Okotoks, <clears throat> the girls down there have been phenomenal. Um, Rose at Lotus Herbal. Um, you know, I mean, I could go on and on and on and on because everywhere I go, uh, you get people that are all like minded. And it's really cool.
1: Yeah, and if you were interested to find out like where your local store is, you can go to our website, truehopecanada.com and look, go to the where to buy section. And um, you can very simply put in your location and you'll find out where your local stores are. And if you want to get in touch with Terry himself, you can send him an email.
0: Uh, there's one other store I'd really like to mention though. Light of course. First, uh, they're going to be coming in here. And uh, Andrew and Odger are just phenomenal people. Um. yeah and I mean like I said I can go on and on and on about this here and you don't want to leave anybody out because it's so and then I have these beautiful shirts a friend of mine made of these True Hope and uh, yeah so I'll let you finish
1: that. Awesome yeah well we're going to finish up there thank you so much Terry we'll make sure we've got your email in the show notes so people can get hold of you but I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today Um, it can be difficult to share your st- your story especially when it's in a you know quite an emotionally driven narrative so i really appreciate you taking the time to share that with me today buddy
0: well thank you and i appreciate and uh i love all the wor- all what you do you're amazing simon
1: oh thanks appreciate that Um, well that is it for this show thank you so much for tuning in don't forget to subscribe if you haven't yet thank you so much for listening we will see you next week